Hey everyone, thanks for downloading this episode of the Black Gold Podcast. Of course, this is the post-game edition, nightmare edition, <laughs> I don't know how you want to say it, um, brought to you by Appalachian Commercial Real Estate. Uh, for those of you in the state of North Carolina, got to be in North Carolina. If you have any need for commercial real estate services or somebody to help you, an advocate on your side, whether you're trying to um, buy some additional property for a business, maybe you have a business that's growing and you think, yeah, man, I, I need another location or I need, I need more space. I, I need to le- find some space quick and lease it out or uh, sign a lease or whatever. You need someone to help you. And that somebody is James Milner at Appalachian Commercial Real Estate. His number, 828, uh, is it 719? Did I get that right? 719. 0408? 0408. Boom. Wow, look at that. I've, I've said it so many times that I've memorized it. You can also go to the website, uh, AppalachianCRE.com and check them out. But seriously, they are the best in the business when it comes to commercial real estate. It's not something you want to do by yourself. It's something you want to get an expert in. And that is what James is. It's what he does. He loves helping people. And we thank him for sponsoring the post game edition. I'm your host, Alex Johnson with me. as always the world's most famous app state fan, big C. Um, this is the worst part of doing the podcast <laughs> or having a podcast is being obligated to talk about a really painful game, but you know, what? we're going to do it. It'd be a good episode, but um, it was ugly. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. I mean, certainly this is uh this is one of those days a year, you know, after a football game that you lose that it seems um, you may have one, you may have two. Last year we had three, uh, but we've already had two this year and uh, they're not, they're not fun. They're not, you know, it's not fun to do these episodes, you know, because we've, you, I think, you know, as, as fans, we want to um, put it behind us as fast as possible because we want to get, get back in the winning mode and, we want to um, forget that, you know, something like that happened. It's one thing to lose. It's one thing to lose ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so but here we are. We're going to talk about it. We're going to get rid of it. It's part of our grieving process now. It has been now for, for a few years. So yep. um, it's nice to just get it over with. I'm ready. I'm always ready to move on. It's just, it's been, it's not been 24 hours since the game yet, but 24 hours since we were getting our butts whipped. So, um, yeah. you know, you know, that's, uh, you know, we'll, we'll discuss things that have occurred, you know, since then and things yeah. that occurred uh, you know leading up i guess i don't know i mean yeah where, where is, it's it's always fun on these you know i think with some of those Georgia southern episodes we say you know hey where do we start yeah you know, and it's easy you're probably thinking oh it's pretty easy to find a place to jump off from um I, this, this just feels different you know to me yeah um uh, there really isn't much to discuss would you agree uh, I think yes and no. Um, I okay. think it was so evident that of what happened. Like I, I'm gonna tell you something. I, I I have this just very skeptical, cynical, whatever you want to call it, view of how coaches talk to the media. I think it's all coach speak, and and I really think that that applies to everyone, including our beloved coach Clark. However, I do think he breaks the fourth wall every now and then and does say something that like is real talk. Um, and that he means because I think y'all we're gonna play with you know. Uh, you know, drink was the epitome of that with, uh, you know, integrity, academic, like, okay, all right. Okay, dude, you, it's your punchline. But I think, uh, you know, I listened to the post game. Um, you know, when we watch these away games on TV, it's easier to just quickly pull up the, the post game commentary. 
and hear those um, post-game interviews. And Coach Clark <laughs> said, we got whipped in every facet of the game. I got whipped by Billy Napier. It was awful. Um, unacceptable. It was terrible. And that's just the – I mean, how else can you say it? I mean, we got whipped. You know, we got outcoached, outplayed. And for, I'm going to – I think he was refreshingly candid um, to hear that, but it's true. And it's weird to hear it that plainly and, and kind of short and sweet, but um, well, it's, it's, it's what it was. Does it need to be anything, anything more than that? Like, is there no. anything more to discuss um, the way that unfolded? You know, yeah. um, I don't, I don't really think there is. It's, you know, you can sit there and say, well, we, you know, like we're going to say here in a few minutes, it's not going to matter, you know? Oh, well, we didn't run the ball well, or we didn't do this, or we didn't do that, or we didn't do this. <laughs> and, and like, yeah, all those are contributing factors, right? Um, but it wasn't like the factor, you know? Um, yeah. At the end of the day, um, you play a football game, and you're negative three in the turnover battle. You're supposed <laughs> to lose those games way over 90% of the time. Way over. Yep. Um, and you just can't do that, yeah. no matter how it happens. Um <laughs> You know, you there's, you know, there's, there's, some t- there's some tough bounces on some of those and there's some bonehead mistakes, you know, so it, it, it all, it all adds up no matter how it happens, you know? And I, yeah, I, I completely agree. And, you know, you know, we've been in these situations and, and we hear guys say it, you know, when we, when we engage with them, um, players, I mean, it really doesn't matter what the score is. These apps, they guys don't really think they're out of the game. Um, they don't, and and they'll tell you that, and they'll say, "No, we didn't think we were out of that game. We thought we were going to come back and whatever." And that's that's a really awesome that that's one of the intangibles that when I when I say, you know, over over time, I've said like, you can have all the money in the world, you can't buy that attitude. That's developed over time culturally, and you know, going into halftime, you know, for those that were living under rock and maybe didn't pay com- completely, you know, close attention to this, um, we lost forty-one to thirteen. So at halftime or really uh, our last possession in the first half, and we deferred. So we, we deferred in the first half, so we're getting the ball back in the second half. We're driving down, and we got in a situation, um, and we're kicking a field goal, and I thought, all right, so it's 20-3. to three. We're getting the ball back. We drove down the field, all right, okay, um, kick a field goal, make it 20-6. to six. We come out of the, the half. We get the ball back, get another possession, and if we score, then boom, it's 20-13. And that, that, that was a very feasible <laughs> – realistic way to think about it we, we've seen that before charles we've and, seen and, situations like that and, and imagining that would not have been some like crazy outlandish thought no, um, because no. you know if there's anything that um that coach clark has picked up from you know the coaches he's been around you, you hear you heard drink talk about the middle eight you know the, mm-hmm. the end of the first half and the second half i think there's a lot of those football um phrases catchphrases terminologies that you know, get tossed around um, as we got to do this, got to do that. Uh, we take advantage of this situation, that situation. Like it only works. It only gets talked about when when it actually happens. Yeah. So you know, um, do you talk about um, not converting third downs? Yeah. At all? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I mean, that's another thing. It's like if you don't do that, you're probably not going to win. I mean, I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure you know that that's that that two or three percent. You know, if, if you are negative three in turnover battle, um, sure, there's a chance you can win. Um, but I don't know what the ratio is on if you're zero percent on third down. Like, yeah, you know, how often do you win those games? 
Yeah. And, and I'm sure there's some teams who didn't even have to convert a third down. You know, I'm sure right. there's teams that were over three on third down, but they won 55 to six. It's because yeah. the other team was just flat out terrible. Right. Know? Right. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, just like anything else like that exists, but you know, there were times even with as poorly as we, as we played and the, the way the score was going off, you know, into halftime, right after halftime, that we were just like that one tenor over away on defense, right? Of, of turning that corner, that was that was a feasible situation. One hundred percent. Make it a twenty to thirteen. Uh, it was a twenty-seven to thirteen. Excuse yeah. Me. Make, make, yeah. Make it twenty to thirteen if we just scored after halftime, right? You hope everybody's following me here. Yeah, yeah. And then the score was twenty-seven to thirteen for a significant amount of time, I believe, in the third quarter. Yeah. Until Louisiana was getting was able to do things in that game that they had not really shown all season long. They yeah. were horrendous on third downs. Yeah. The, the Rage and Review guys told us about it. Yeah, they did. I wrote about it in the prediction thread. Yeah. But then yesterday they were fantastic. You know? Great. Yeah, they were great. <laughs> we were actually pretty good on third downs. You know? Yeah. We were better at stopping them, you know? And we were good. We were good on offense, and none of yeah. that happened. So yeah. that flips – Converting third downs and not it flips that turnover battle that we also talked about. They were one of the worst. They were the last in the conference. We were the best in the conference. 32-27 as far as um, time possession per team. Once that starts to even out and flip the other way, that's a massive advantage for them because that's the situation that they're not used to versus a, a you know a big disadvantage for us because it's also something we're not accustomed to is, is, is not being without the ball in our hands. Yeah. And you know, I also think um, I talked, I talked to a lot of people today kind of as my own personal therapy, spent a lot of time talking to Noah Hannon. Um, just, I, I spoke to several different former players and uh, just kind of like, Hey, like, what do you think? What did you see? And um, you know, we got our butts whipped uh, and it, you know, it, to the point where, I think that, and I, I've just, I haven't seen this, Charles, probably ever. And I, I really don't mean to say, because, you know, we're a very pro, you know, app state like institution, obviously. Um, you know, we're willing to say things like we think it's something's not going right. And maybe a lot of people misguidedly don't think that we do that, but I think we do. Uh, we try to be tactful about it, but we're really pro player you know, pro, you know, the, these, these kids that are playing for, you know, our enjoyment, you know, Thomas Hennigan, Brandon Bass for the Black Gold Podcast. But man, after that, that third turnover, I just felt like coming at it. So we had two turnovers in the first half, right? Two in the second. Is that right? Am I getting that right? I think hey, you did. That that sounds right. I'm not. Don't quote yeah. me on that. I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I just feel like after that third one, after that third turnover, I felt like, the team just collectively said, you know what, this sucks. <laughs> and I don't want to say they quit because I think that that sounds a lot more insulting than I ever would intend it to be. But, man, I think they'd had enough. I think that's just one of those games. And, and you know, I've mentioned this a couple times on Twitter. We kind of in a, in a group chat, Charles, you and I kind of exchanged uh, different experiences in the past that it, it reminded me of, and, and you and others, of, of certain games where we just feel like helpless. And like the team looked helpless and they looked like they were just beaten down and defeated. Um, I, I will say, I think the first half wasn't like that for sure. I, I wouldn't say that because like I said, so many other people were like, Hey, you know, 20 to 20 to six at half, we've experienced worse and, and done better. hundred percent. That's completely correct. Um, but man, that I, I, I felt after that last turnover, I've just felt shades of 
said it all 2012 and you have a good example of what it makes you feel like where it really didn't matter what we scraped together and what little time we had the ball. It just was a matter of time before they had it again um, and were scoring. And Citadel 2012, for those that don't remember or, or don't believe App State had a football program before 2015, to, in 2012, Citadel came up to Boone and beat us 52-28, to 28, and it was 52-14 to 14 in the fourth quarter. Um, they ran, Charles, I think the number was like 630 yards on us, 430 was, yards yeah, rushing. It was bad. It was a massacre, and we, I felt helpless. And you had a good example of what last <laughs> night kind of reminded you of as you well. Know, you know what also happened in 2012? We won the Southern Conference. Exactly. So let's, let's not get all over, all, you know, been out of shape and, and acting like, you know, the world's imploding over one game. Um, I think people are trying to get a little – excited you know about yeah. uh well in these two games or in such and such and such that we've looked and then you know create a bunch of phrases and verbs that say things that make themselves feel better honestly right uh, right to get out the frustration and there's one way to do that if that's the way they agree that's fine it's not the way i do it um the, the, i think the helpless part is like you know you have those games where like the ball just like you can't you don't you get the drops you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like what was it um what was the game that since Michael Price always talked about? Uh, there was a, the game that we had a few years back. It was a game at home. Was it? Was it one of the Georgia? I don't think it was one of the Georgia Southern games, but it was like Liberty. I can't remember, but it's like once you start like with the drops, it just doesn't like you know. It's contagious, almost. It's contagious, and and I think once the turnovers start, it's contagious to an yeah. extent. Um, yeah. Especially when you put up like a big number like that, but yeah, you know, there's games where you just feel like. It doesn't matter what we do. Like, you know, we can scrape, like you said, we can scrape together a play like every six or seven and it's a good play, but then like kind of give it all back you know, in yeah. between those good plays. But in and, and to uh, put things, I'm sorry. Uh, no, but you're fine. Put, but but yeah. I was going to say, you know, Villanova, you know, that playoff game, it didn't feel like we, there's anything that we could have done that day. Yeah. Uh, it was excruciating to, to sit through to the final horn. You know, some days, some days you have those. Yeah. Um, because, for for you know just feel, like you said the helpless feeling there's like there's nothing that nothing can be accomplished and we still got to play this out yeah and in, in, in talking about um I, you know, these are young dudes man they're on the field and and I think that contagious helpless feeling maybe not turnover wise but just we had some drops and and I'll, you know be honest like we're big supporters of the players and Chase Bryce Chase didn't play well you know he he had, he missed some throws and he obviously turned the ball over several times and um. I hate that for him because I, he's going to get more pressure put on him. And it seemed like watching him that he puts a lot of pressure on himself. I'm just, you know, look, I'm, I'm psychoanalyzing the guy. I don't know him. Um, but it feels like the worse we're doing, the more he tries to hulk up and, um, and kind of overcome because, you know, he's talented. Uh, but I think that it just felt like in a situation where maybe, and I could be completely off the farm with this and, and wrong, but it almost felt like he feels like the way you dig out of a hole is to dig faster. Um, and that's a little bit what it felt like. Um, but, you know, t- just talking about that game real quick, 41 to 13, <laughs> it's a lopsided score, but check it out. I, I went back and looked this morning because, you know, you're kind of watching it in real time going like, I only want to get on the internet and look up the stats. I just, yeah, I, I kind of um, had that. I kind of had that moment today too. And there was, yeah. a stat, there was a stat I looked at and I was like, 
yeah. that surprises me. So go ahead. I'll yeah. you, you do yours. I'll do mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I just went and, and thought, like, how many points did they score off turnovers? Right. And where were they when they got the ball? Right. So when we turned the ball over, where were they? And did they score? We had four turnovers. They scored on three of them. And all three turnovers that they scored on, they got at our 30. Like right around the th- – it was like 30, 33, whatever. But on our Short 30s, fields. So. Yeah, short fields. Short fields. And when you continue – Charles, what do we talk about all the time about how our defense sets the tone or, or really sets the pace, I guess, rather get their offense off the field, get our offense on the field, and, and control it that way. And, um, man, we kept throwing it, – it was like you, – you had mentioned like reversals. Like it, that felt like a reverse app game. Like their defense was getting us off the field and our offense was putting our defense back on the field, putting them in really um, tough spots that it's going to be really hard to be successful. So again, just to recap for those listening, we had three turnovers all at our 30 and they, they converted on three of those touchdowns, not field goals, touchdowns. That's 21 points. Let's say, uh, well, maybe they missed next one, whatever, 20 points that we packaged for them um that that is the difference of the game we could talk i think by the way louisiana looked good i think they looked fast i think they played the game of the friggin' year um that was the best that was the best they played all year i mean i've I've watched some pieces of everything um and yeah and and, you know so so kudos to them for showing up in the big time moment right i mean they did 100 i mean that's 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 not the team that they've had all year long right and you can say the same thing about us that's not in my opinion, yeah. that's that's not that's as bad as we're going to look. There's no way it can look worse. Yeah. That's as bad as we played all yeah. year. In um, question. Yeah, so, so what's your what's your stat? So, um, because of all these like short fields, um, lack of third down conversions, uh, and the turnovers, I was like, I saw Chase's numbers, and I saw that he threw the ball 26 times. It didn't feel like it, right? It felt like he dropped back like 40 you know, or more times. It's just, yeah, I was yeah. like, and so that's, it kind of, that, that kind of surprised me. And I started looking and I'm like, well, she, she, we just didn't run it. We just didn't run any plays, you know? Yeah. Uh, we don't, we don't convert on third down and you're punting or turn the ball over. Uh, that's just what happens. And I honestly think that this game, the way it opened up, like the, the, the opening minutes really kind of set the tone and surprised us and shocked us and we couldn't recover um to, to make up for that like maybe we had a plan and this is what we're going to do and we had to kind of junk it and kind of go on the fly so they hit the big pass play to get them down the field that's a big part of it lewis it's another one down the sideline that was you know a a, a great ball and not one you're going to hit all the time and then you know they had they had the long run as well that was really early, and I don't I just don't th- those three big plays were really what set them up, and we didn't have and, and because we couldn't sustain a drive, um, past you know getting to a third down and converting. I mean third down, like I, I don't want to get crazy about this about third down conversions, but they are bat breakers for defense. I mean plain and simple. So that's why when we stand, you know, when you're at the rock, you get up, you make noise, you do whatever you do, because it, it, getting them off the field is huge. But the other part of that is at the same time you get them off the field, you don't let them continue their drive. 
and it helps our defense each possession that you can get someone off the field on third down because it's that's that's plays they don't have to play they're fresher and and that's in my opinion why we kind of had that like kind of like white flag moment in the third quarter or early fourth when that third turnover happened and it's like you know it's just just not our night you know so Mm -hmm. i I don't want to get too crazy about that but it just felt like to me that the, the the opening minutes of that game set the tone and and in my opinion, Louisiana gave us plenty of opportunities. Um, yeah. I think the defense gave us great opportunities in the in the first half. It's just that you, you can't give it away. You know, yeah. that's uh, that's really what it comes down to. I, yeah, I I still don't. Th- you know, I'm gonna disagree with you. I don't think they looked great, like Louisiana. I don't think they won the game. You know what I mean? I think the story really comes down to like what we didn't do and how we really handed it to them and played poorly. Sure, they scored points and they scored 40 and great. And we'll talk about, and you know, we can discuss that. But I didn't see some team that was like unbeatable. Sure. No, I, no, 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 no. First, so my, no, I don't think they're unbeatable. Um, it's hard to deny that handing the ball to them on our 33 times um, was not the greatest factor. Like, you can't to me make the case that they were just that much better. It's not it. You know, chases. Right. Um, you know, trying. You know, trying to avoid getting sacked by that. You know, that's just a, just a bad decision at that moment that led to that fumble. Um, Malik, you know, bouncing off his pads that turnover, and you know, that's such a bummer that um, you know, interceptions like that happen. You know, it was you know, chased it really super hard, but it hit him right in the pads, bounced off, and it is what it is. And then you know, chased through behind Corey. Um, I mean. That, that that's a I just don't think that's a function of I don't think it's a function of Louisiana as much as it's a function of mistakes that were made and lack, lack of execution on our end. Yeah, and and in all three of those things led to touchdowns shortly thereafter. Um, so I'm I'm 100 with you. I just I'm saying I think they looked really good. I'm I'm not saying they looked unbeatable and oh we were lucky to get out of there with our lives, but I think they were good to the point where you can't give them the ball. <laughs> you can't do that to them. That they're good in that way. I mean, you you can't just hand them the ball in 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 hope to just overcome and, and whatever. Um, so I'm yeah, pretty, no, yeah, I'm pretty sure they came into the game having forced three whole turnovers on the year and had given the ball up four times themselves. Yeah, so it, 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 this, that after five games, that's not a lot of give and take. Going into the game, we were even on turnover margin we had given it seven given up seven times and taken seven away yeah um, so and that was one of the better marks in the conference and they were toward the bottom you know toward the bottom so a lot of things just kind of worked out for them you know i really don't think the story of this like season is you know that i don't think it's done like we're not close uh, yeah. I think there's a lot, a lot of more things that can happen in the conference. Uh, we certainly are still in a fine position, you know, because if you still want to win a conference championship, you know, you still have that opportunity. Yeah, I, you know, I, and that that that's being lost in the conversation. I think. Well, it, it, it it's it's hard to find the bright spots, you know, <laughs> after something like that. You know, it's it, you really don't want to go up there and say you know, and say, let's be, you know, really happy. I mean, look, nobody was, no, no, nobody woke up this morning, went to bed last night in a great mood. Right. You know, you know so that, that's, that's what we're dealing with. Yeah. 
Um, I, I do want to, I want to touch on this for a second. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like, and a lot of people have said this to me and I, I agree, been a lot of our fans are just a hundred percent triggered by coastal. And it, I mean, just it, it's, it's, we, we collectively, I'll throw myself in this. We're so tired of them. Um, what do you think uh, the saturation of app state fans on the internet, which players now for the first time ever, you know, until in the last, in the last decade have access to see what fans are saying like instant, mm-hmm. you know, and be involved in those conversations. Do you think that kind of looking past as a fan, talk about fan bases, hundred percent looking past Louisiana for the most part. Um, do you think that played a role in this at all? You want to hope that it doesn't because you want to think to yourself that we can, the 18 to 23 year olds can look past things like that and not think about it. But at some point, if, um, if you're going to use social media, um, and you can't avoid it, right? Like at some point you get to see an advertisement so long, you know, you're finally yeah. going to say, you know what? I'm going to go try that chicken sandwich <laughs> because I'm tired of, because I can't stop seeing the advertisements about it. Yeah. And, and it works. And yeah. I, you know, we can sit here and say, please God hope that that didn't, wasn't a part of it. But, um, but there, you know, the other side of that also is true too. It's like you telling me I can't talk about something that I want to talk about on, you know, but, well, it's, it's about who sees what you do, you know? Um, yeah. And by the way, I'm I'm not I'm not you know, and I know you're not either. I'm not telling people what to talk about or what not to talk about. I just think that it's really interesting. I kind of compare this to you know everyone, well, most everyone's heard the analogy of you know a pot, um, a um, a frog sitting in a pot of boiling water. You could throw a frog in a pot of boiling water to jump out, but if you just sit it in there, and then in a, in a pot of water that's not boiling, but then you set it to a boil, it'll stay in there. Because it right. won't feel the increases, I, I think it's almost impossible to say that the fans, all these fans on there talking, and, and this is mainly a Twitter thing, where the players are. I mean, players are on Twitter, App State fans are on Twitter, talking all. It's it's hard for me to imagine that that doesn't at least take the focus off a little bit. I, I, my personal belief is that. That that's not why Chase Bryce handed the ball off when he was about to get sacked. I don't think it's why he threw behind Corey. I don't think that's why our our defense, you know, in that first quarter got caught off guard. I don't think that's that only that's it. But I think we're in a much more interesting time today where players can be affected by in, in not a negative way or like a malicious way. But man, they're kind of swimming in an environment that's being created or curated by thousands and thousands of people kind of focused on this one thing. It's kind of like what you said about the chicken sandwich. It's like eventually you're going to get mad at that chicken sandwich commercial, and either you're gonna, it's going to make you mad every time you see it, or you're going to want to go buy it. Right? <laughs> it's a really, it's a really interesting concept. And um, man, that that that, it, that maybe maybe it plays into it. I I, I don't want us to be, you know, you, you hear some, you know, hear schools out there who say. Or, 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 you know, for instance, Dustin Kearns. What does he? What does he do? He logs off. You know, yeah, he, he gets starts. off Twitter. Yeah, it's the smartest the, thing he's ever done. The net app. You know, it's, um, it's it's different than, but I don't want like if that's a personal choice, that's great. Yeah, 
I would hate for a coach to say, like, there have been in college football, college basketball, whatever, uh, you know, get off social media for the season. But if, if yeah. you if you have a public profile and uh, and someone can just mention you and say nasty things to you and you can't mute or block everyone, it's going to get through. You yeah. know, it's just it's just, just going to. Yeah, I, um, I don't believe that's why we lost. Yeah, Obviously, for play sure. Morally is different. Um, I think this that just derives from the aftermath. Yeah, uh, I, no, we, I, I, I completely agree. Yeah. I, I just do. Th- the only reason I say it is because it, it's for the first time ever. Players and fans are kind of swimming in the same interactive pool, um, and fans definitely overlook Louisiana. I can say that for sure. But I think these dudes, like football players, are they're on such a schedule. They have such a system. I'd have a hard time believing that they um, overlook a team with how focused they are. I mean, they're trained to focus on it one opponent at a time. But I mean, who knows? Maybe we're wrong about that. I don't. I don't think so. Um, and another thing that I wanted to touch on—I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because honestly, it just frustrates me—is just the the it, what feels like to me. And I'll speak for myself, Charles. You don't have to tack on this. Maybe you disagree with me. That's fine. Um, and I'm not speaking on one person at all. Thankfully, <laughs> this is not some like, you know, subtweet or like whatever passive aggressive like comment. But man, I feel like a lot of our attitudes as society, you know, just kind of making a larger point here. Um, but especially more narrowly focused here to app fans, man, it feels like it feels like support for people, human beings, and coaches, Coach Clark, other coaches, <laughs> players. Feels super transactional. Feels super conditional. Um, you know, human relationships and relationships between fans and, and players and coaches. You know, there there are give and takes. Like you can't just lose all the time and keep your job. You can't. You know, you can't. Like that's you. We have a standard. Like we want to win. Charles, I don't know anybody. You know, any fan that hates losing a game more than you or me. I mean, we're hate it. I mean, it, it makes us sick. But at the same time, you have to think, like, are you a fan? Are you a good fan? Are you, are you one that's going to get out your pitchfork and, and demand things or else, right, or else? Um, I just think there's a, a give and take there that can't be maybe defined. You can't say, well, you know, if X number of years passes and they don't win X number of championships, then it's okay to do that. I, I think it's it's kind of a feel thing. But, man, I, I feel like we're – falling into a trap where this whole hey we're an app family apps just different it's just different on the mountain it's it's an app state thing it's just different if your support is completely conditional on whether we win or lose then you're not different and i i and and when you are outraged and and you your allegiance can be like yeah 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 support him but you know um at this stage, I'll say at this stage, man, it just, it's a bummer to me. I don't like seeing it. And again, I'm not calling any one person out. There are plenty of people out there doing it. Um, but man, I, I don't know. It, it, that's kind of bothered me and frustrated me kind of seeing that widespread feels conditional on um, standing behind the program. You know, it, I don't know. It, so does that's just it, me. Does it feel like that's very Walmart fan S behavior? Yes. <laughs> It, to me, it does. I mean, it, you know, it just like you don't have skin in the game. There's no, it, there's no, and I know like we don't have relationships with every single or whatever, but man, like 
like I said, man, it's the give and take. I don't know how to define it. Um, but the, this, the, what have you done for me lately? Uh, it seems to also kind of like 100%. ring true here. Um, everything is not going to go your way yeah. <laughs> every, every week, every night you lace them up, strap them up, whatever. But working through it is the best part because, you know, if, if all you do is win, if you literally win every game, then at some point that's no fun anymore. Right. You don't yeah. get the joy from it. Um, I, I had, I had this thought from today from 2019 you know, certainly when we lost to Georgia Southern, that was that was gut wrenching. It was heartbreaking. We had extra days to think about it, and it stunk. And then the next week, we go beat South Carolina, right? Uh, we still probably had a good enough team to do that. We probably had lower odds, or at least in our hearts, you yeah. know, that we could pull something off like that. Yeah, and yet we still did it. So is 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 uh, is kind of hitting this spot, you know, losing a game like this, um, going to be healthy for our team. It seems that it always ends up being that way. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, isn't a, it always part of, of the stories that we tell too? Yeah. It's, it's, you know, most of these good stories, you know, like this, um, when teams turn things around, it comes from the fact that there was a low point, right? Yeah. You know, you, you can't, you can't have a low point. If you don't have a low point, then you're always good. And it's not a great story. Except to be there, buddy. Cool. Yeah. They're great on offense and uh, nobody scored on them. <laughs> and they won every game nine to nothing. Right. You know, yeah. like, like Kermit Smith would say, just score a run on anything. You yeah. know? <laughs> do that, do that five times out of four or you know, five, five times the other team does it four, you're probably going to win. So it's, it's, it's not always that simple. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it, you know, to next week. Um, perhaps it, so some will see that that has a little bit of a uh, lesser meaning, but it doesn't, it really doesn't no. still control our destiny for our season. Yeah. Um, and we only had a bad night and, but bad nights shouldn't lead to, um, asking for coaches to be fired. Right. Well, and the other thing is Charles too. I've, I saw this from a couple different people. Yeah. He's on the hot seat, but um, we'll give him till next week. If he loses to Coastal two years in a row, then he could go. It's like if if you're going to just say to me, yes, my allegiance to the leaders of our team is completely transactional, then I at least respect the transparency and the honesty. Sure, but, yeah. But don't tell me that your, it'll be, it'll that be your family abstains. Di- right, yeah. right, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, oh, we're an app family. It's different on the mountain. You can't say that and then say, well, if he lose the coastal tears row, then he could go. That's you know, crazy talk. I don't know if this is a great example or not. Maybe, maybe we'll end it on this or not. But, you know, when I was a freshman in school, we went to the NCAA basketball tournament. Yep. That was 99, 2000. And we didn't go again until last year, but I watched a lot of, a lot of games where, you know, and a lot of seasons that went by where there was some success, but there was more lack of that. And, <laughs> and to put it nicely, it doesn't, it, it is, you know, when the next season started, you know, the next game happened and no matter how ugly we lost games or, or how terrible we played or how bad we gave up leads or whatever, 
it still made me want to go back and see that, you know, see what happens next. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier, I don't, this ain't over y'all. It's, uh, it's still middle of October. There's a lot that can still happen. Yeah. Um, you know, the other teams got to go win their games too. We can't yeah. assume. Um, and, and if anything, we know in my, in my opinion, you know, Louisiana can go and, and they can go on a tear and maybe we call them at the wrong time and yeah. they can run the table or the exact opposite. They don't play another game like this for the rest of the year. And we don't play another game like this for the rest of the year. And so th- there's a lot of that that could still happen. And certainly it's, that's, that's why you got to go play. I mean, you just don't, you just don't look at the schedule and start marking wins and losses. You know, and, and this year of all years, Charles, it's just, you know, ne- like how many teams have we seen just be streaky? They'll play a good game. They'll play a bad game. They'll look terrible. They'll look great. Uh, it doesn't make sense. College, and that's part of what makes college football so much fun. But it's also really frustrating when it kind of hits close to home. It's like, where is the consistency, you know, um, that that maybe we're more used to seeing? I mean, this is why Georgia State can come within a, a hair of beating Auburn on the road and then um, get blown out by us at home. I mean, it's just college then, football's wild. It's and then score, given, right, and then score 55 the next week. Right. You know, on an improved Monroe team. <laughs> yeah. You know, who yeah. beat Troy, who's looking okay right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's this, this has been the, what's happened this year. Um, like you said, I, I think there's more streaks to come. Yeah. And, and I, th- I think actually, if there's a, if there's a, just another kind of secondary takeaway um, with all this, besides like stop acting crazy, it's, it's like you can't bank on, well, look, we we lost to a team that that struggled against. Like, I just it's hard to use those analogies because it, now it really feels like in any given Saturday, like you got to nothing really surprises you anymore. I mean, that's kind of the point I'm making. It's it's it, it's just a wild. Yeah, thing. it really makes it hard for someone who has to go out there and or chooses to go out there and make a prediction about a game <laughs> when we were having the least predictive type of season that I can remember in a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's and, and no one's going to shed a tear over me. That's for sure <laughs> <laughs> on that one. Uh, um, hey, you know, it's, it seems like that's going to be the trend and that's going to happen. And we, we got a lot to play, you know, we're halfway there yeah. halfway through the regular seasons. More wild things can happen. That's right. And, and I, I found a silver lining here. Um, hopefully, you know, knock on wood, everything goes well. We have a chance to see the brand ambassador, Thomas Hennigan break uh, the all time receptions record. I think he's got two more to go. Um, probably should have on a, maybe a good night broken it um, um, against uh, Lafayette. But here we are, and uh, maybe we get a chance to see that on, on Wednesday. That would be really cool. It would be really cool to see um, yeah. Yeah. the the brand ambassador do that. So that's it, folks. Um, we're This is a weird kind of thing. We're recording on a Wednesday night uh, here. We don't play until next Wednesday night. <laughs> So we're either going to record, we're probably going to record Sunday, um, our preview episode for um, the Coastal game. Um, so yeah, we're all off schedule and all that good stuff. But that's it. That's it on our end. So until the preview episode for Coastal Kentucky, go Apps. Mm-hmm.